0: neon confidential podcast
1: is this thing on <laughs> hello and welcome back to the neon confidential podcast i am so glad you're here for today's guest she is a las vegas native and granddaughter to the founders of carl's donuts which is an og las vegas donut shop established in 1966 by amber ramsey's grandparents. Amber discusses the proverbial donut queen crown from her grandmother and parents being passed down to her, balancing work life and personal life and taking the family business into the new era of social media marketing with new flavors and trends. This family run business makes up to 20 million donuts a year for the Las Vegas Valley and includes staples like the creme brulee cinnamon roll donut, captain crunch donuts, and so many more mouthwatering treats. Amber has over 20 years experience in the bakery. She literally got her start in the family business at just 10 years old by packing donuts for their deliveries after school. Since its foray into social media marketing with Amber as the business's driving force, Carl's Donuts has gained over 350,000 followers on social media, with many of their videos being reposted by The Food Network, Thrillist, Food Beast, and First We Feast. Through their social media, Carl's was even sought out and featured on an episode of Robert Irvine's Cheat Day USA on the cooking channel. Amber and her team have reclaimed the popularity that Carl's once had with Las Vegas locals, all while building a major international fan base online. With that, let's welcome Amber, the donut princess of Las Vegas to the Neon Confidential podcast. Amber Ramsey, welcome to Neon Confidential Podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming. Um, what time did you wake up this morning?
0: Today, I woke up at 5 o'clock.
1: And what time do you normally make it to Carl's Donuts?
0: Uh, 8 o'clock-ish, if it's a good day.
1: That's not too bad. <laughs> no. Do you
0: work out in the mornings first? I do. I'm doing 6 a.m. workouts right now.
1: And what kind of workouts?
0: Um, lifting and some cardio. I'm doing uh, B10 with Jessica.
1: Cool. So, yeah. What's B ten?
0: It's a like performance studio, so they're doing a boot camp. It's like a six week thing.
1: Dang! Do they yeah. like guarantee results or anything?
0: Not guaranteed results, but if you lose like the most amount of body fat, or you like win the competition, you get your money back, and it's a thousand dollars. So I'm like, I'm wow. I'm winning. But you, <laughs> but you don't really have that much body fat, so I have left. to win the competition. I have to win like be the fastest, lift the heaviest. I gotta.
1: I was gonna say, do you just like go like jam a bunch of Carl's donuts into your mouth and then yeah. and then do the body weight test yeah. first?
0: That's I did that the first time, and I actually brought donuts in. <laughs> And this guy was like, I'm not eating that. Like, I'm going to lose the most amount of body fat. And I was like, that's not fair because I don't have that much body fat to lose Exactly. Like you do. Not did, in a rude way. But.
1: And I don't know this about you, but did you yeah. get into fitness because you're constantly around donuts all of the time? <laughs> no,
0: but everyone's always like, you don't look like you eat donuts. And I'm like, I love a donut every day. I'll have one. But no, fitness was just kind of more mental, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah.
1: So you have a donut every single day.
0: Yeah. A donut hole, a mini donut, a bite of something like
1: And I was just looking at So Carl's Donuts Instagram page is lit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Our TikTok is even crazier.
1: It sucks because like I feel like a bunch of the people that I follow that I would like want to see their content, I don't. Yeah. But of course, before the this interview, I like went and looked. So you guys have like 144,000 followers. It's crazy. Did that happen because of the show that Carl's Donuts was on, or is it just it's just a cult it's classic? Just
0: people are loving like the icing videos, the glazing videos. Like to me, I don't think much of it. I see it every day. I'm like, that's boring. But people on the internet it's like oddly satisfying
1: it is and i that's what we tell a lot of our clients too that we do social media for is that like when you go into an environment and you are so entrenched in it you see this stuff every single day like you forget what that looks like to somebody who has no idea about that kind of environment or that life like when i first started my company i officed in a client's um space Mm -hmm. but the space was in a hangar like and it had all of these like yes all these really (laughs) old school like classic there was a waco i knew i know everything about these airplanes like a waco biplane um there's extra 330 lcs There's like the smallest advanced aerobatic aircraft and so like I would walk past that every single day right. when I would come in to go up to stairs to my office and yeah. I would see it. And then, you know, I think I was probably like dating somebody that was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what? I guess like you just don't realize it if yeah. you walk past it every day. But when I was on Carl's Donuts Instagram, yeah. I was like looking at those icing videos yeah. and I had n- there's like a machine yeah. that does it for yep. you.
0: Yep. We have tons of machines. My dad's like, this is my Ferrari. This is my Lambo. Cause they're so pricey, but to get the job done So
1: like he, <laughs> you're saying that like of the donut making machines those are yeah.
0: like his yeah class. his like babies he loves them so tell and tell
1: everybody about Carl's Donuts like what was the genesis for it because okay. it's a family-owned business yeah. and so what's your title by the way because I feel like oh I just say gosh. like she owns Carl's Donuts yeah, but I,
0: I don't even know like one day I'm like I'm the general manager I'm the CEO. I'm the owner like it literally just flip-flops that's, Based on what that's the family business aspect of it there's I've never been given a title I'm just like you do it all <laughs> yeah which yeah that happens you just yeah. wear
1: all the all the, all the hats and so how did that happen like when did your walk us back to like even when your parents started it
0: so my grandparents actually started it oh my god yeah they owned a hotel in lake tahoe mm-hmm. and they noticed everyone was leaving for breakfast and they were like what the heck like we can maybe do something here to keep them here so my grandpa literally went in like the newspaper and saw that this guy was um selling donut fryers so my nana was like, call him and tell him that like we'll buy them, but he has to teach us how to use them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like that's fair. So he came, taught them how to start making the donuts at the hotel.
1: In Lake Tahoe, you said? Yeah. Okay, this is so cool. Yeah.
0: And then they did that for a while. They moved to Las Vegas, and they decided to open up the donut shop. But back then, I think they moved here in like 1962 or 64. Unreal. There was like a big superstore called Wonderworld mm-hmm. and that's where they first like opened shop. And then they finally opened up their original location. It was Martin Luther King in Alta, so mm-hmm. kind of now where the premium outlet, mall- outlet malls are. Mm-hmm. And they had that from 1966 till 2000. Oh my God. Yeah, But during that time, my grandparents actually got divorced shortly after they uh, moved to Vegas. And my grandpa was like, okay, like you can keep the house, you can keep the cars, all this stuff. And she was like, no. I'm going to keep the business and you can like get out of town. So everyone's like, oh, who's Carl? Who's Carl? And like, it is my grandpa. It's named after him. But my Nana is the like driving force behind the company. So then
1: let's, what's your Nana's name? Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. So it should be yeah. Lynn's too. Yeah.
0: Well, she was like, I wanted to change the name, but like people already knew who we were. So I just like left it, it, it be. And I think it's still to this day is something that she's like,
1: ugh it's a smart business decision though yeah. so they divorced yep. she kept the business yep. and are they did they are they in
0: touch Were did they stay in touch no they did not end things on good terms um but my grandpa moved back to california opened up some more hotels there nana remarried and then my mom my uncle and my dad kind of helped her make it into what it is today so Mm -hmm. when we moved from our location downtown we moved to our uh wholesale location now which is like sunset and pecos and we got big contracts to be wholesale distributors Mm -hmm. and for what kind of properties do you guys uh we do convenience stores hotels hospitals schools businesses
1: wow yeah and how big is the facility because it's like hard it's hard to tell when but I could
0: tell it's big it's huge and we've actually outgrown it when I remember being 10 years old and being like this place is massive like why would you guys buy such a big place Mm -hmm. and now it's like crammed with people there's ingredients everywhere there's machines and I'm like we've outgrown this spot for sure how many employees do you guys have I think right now about 100 Oh my god! Yeah, and we run basically 24 hours a day.
1: No, that's what I was about to ask. I'm like a hundred people that are just like getting into work at the same time, but probably not. There's probably like prep at night and all. Yeah,
0: so that would be like our maintenance crew, our bakers, our packers, our drivers, office staff.
1: That is wild. Yeah, and so a hundred people that are, and
0: you're just like supplying donuts
1: for basically
0: Vegas. It's like it still to me seems insane. Like everyone's like, "What do you do for work?" I'm like, "Oh, I work at a donut shop," (laughs) and then I explain it, and they're like, "Don't call it a donut." Donut shop, like it is much bigger than that. But
1: I mean, I guess like any sort of like yeah, like cutesy operation, right? Has to yeah. have like you have have to have brains and things that, yeah to run it. Um, yeah. but that's so crazy. I and mean, so when you said that your family now, when you guys moved locations, you kind uh-huh. of made it to, into what it is. Yeah. Like what was that transition? Like when your Nana owned it, mm-hmm. did she, how many employees did she have? Was it oh more of like a mom and pop yeah. shop? It was mm-hmm. a lot
0: smaller. Everyone literally knew everyone's name. My mom would always tell me stories like in high school, she'd be like, oh, I went to a party and I got too drunk. And like all the cops came to like break it up and everyone would get in trouble except me. And they would just drive me home.
1: Especially cause they're cops. And yeah. like everyone knows the donuts yeah. and cops
0: yeah. <laughs> situation. So it was a lot smaller vibe back then. Um, Some of our employees we have now have been with us since they had the original location. And now their kids work for us, too. No way.
1: Yeah. That's so special. Yeah. And so so when y'all switched everything over Uh and your parents kind of took hold of it. Yeah um and would you say that like
0: you and your brother are now the ones that are literally like the front runners yeah at least for our retail store because i was basically working this close to my mom and dad my uncle my sister Mm -mm. every day and i was like (laughs) you know i'm ready to have some space and people were coming to the wholesale knocking on the door can we get donuts and it's like no this isn't a donut shop like we're just manufacturing things here so i was like pushing and pushing for years and then my brother started pushing as well my parents were like okay we're gonna find this spot right here and you guys can just run it and it's okay yours. hold on so the manufacturing
1: place They're two different places are two different places aha yeah.
0: uh-huh. so the store is just two seconds up the road from the actual wholesale bakery
1: wow yeah and so y'all didn't have a storefront you were no. just providing donuts to everybody else who was like white labeling or yeah wow yeah I mean good call first of all and then what show were you guys on
0: Uh, Robert Irving's cheat day USA
1: how did the was it the cooking channel that found you guys yes and how did they find you guys and what show was it Instagram they found you on Instagram
0: videos yep and they just reached out and they're like hey we're coming into town we're doing an episode about like cheat days and fancy stuff like fancy sweet donuts or pancakes and they're like we want to come shoot you guys
1: and what did you make for them?
0: We did our creme brulee cinnamon roll, which is like one of my favorite things in the oh world. Oh my god, it's that sounds so ridiculous. Good. Yeah. And then we did our Captain Crunch donut, so it has the Captain Crunch on top, and then a whipped cereal filling inside.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. And so, did people after the the episode aired? Did people come like request those specific yeah. donuts? Yeah. The cinnamon
0: roll is like it sells out every day still. So.
1: Wow. And yeah. so, how many donuts do y'all make a day? Do you know that?
0: A day, I don't know, just because it kind of, like, varies so much. But I know one of our busiest years, we made over 20 million donuts. Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) God. Yeah.
1: Way to go, Las Vegas. (laughs) Uh, What days, like, of the week? Is it just the weekends that you guys are just completely slammed?
0: I would say, like, Fridays and Mondays are typically pretty busy. Hmm. Either people are trying to, like, end the week, like, at the office, like, I'm going to bring donuts, or start the week with donuts. That makes sense. Office donuts are a big, big thing.
1: And I feel like there's something very nostalgic about donuts, too. Yeah. Like, I I don't know if that's... It, it can't just be me, but I feel like it's, like, such a treat when yeah. you're a kid with your parents. Like, you know, for yeah. me, it was always, like, I would wake up in the morning and like my dad was gone and we knew that he was was going to the donuts (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: going to the donut shop um i love that on the weekends there's like so many families that come in and like the kids will be in their little like i love donuts t-shirt or like donut printed jammies and i'm like that's so cute you're gonna get them and like go home and just like watch cartoons and have the best Saturday. It's
1: so nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and so how, how is it like running a donut shop in Las Vegas, like personally and professionally, like you kind of mentioned when you tell people that you run a donut shop that they're like, you explain it and people are like, what, but like, how is it like personally, like balancing your life?
0: I, I love it. I think it's very easy, but I also don't really know anything different. It's been my Pretty much only job. Like I've been a cocktail waitress. I've worked at a doctor's office, but those were all very short term. So I'm like, this is my normal. Um, I love like when people are having weddings or birthday parties, bridal showers, getting able to be a part of like those days and Mm. like making them something special and custom. Like it's, it's very
1: nice because you guys have done like like the like donut trees is that what I, i'm like i've seen you guys set like up the somewhere. donut walls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: the donut walls are so popular
1: and that's in vegas there's so many events and activations that yeah. there's like i think you guys set up at like a vegas magazine event yeah. once and- i think
0: we've actually done maybe three or four of their parties and yeah, the first donut wall we ever did was for them, and I think they wanted something like a thousand donuts on the wall, which no problem. <laughs> but then they were like, the event's gonna be outside in June, and I'm like, okay, icing just melting yeah.
1: everywhere. So
0: I went into like crisis mode, and I ended up having to call them and say like, that's not gonna work. We ended up making them donuts that weren't edible just so people could take like a photo op at the wall and then we brought all like the real product that matched and handed those out
1: so first of all very smart second of all yeah. like what how would you make a non-edible donut like what is the icing because that's what actually yeah. when we do photo shoots yeah like a lot of times we can't eat what we what we shot for right. a, a client's social media because it's not edible so right. for instance like for something that looks like a cocktail that has egg whites on it we will use like shaving cream. Right. So like what did you guys use (laughs) on the I actually
0: (laughs) decorated all the donuts just like normal and then I went to Home Depot and got like cases of like clear spray paint and was just like shellacking them and hoping that they would stay and they did.
1: So it's like trial and error. Yeah.
0: I was like, I've never done this before. Of course it's the first event that they've ever asked us to participate in, but we made it work. I had like my little mask on, just spray paint and everything. You probably had to like
1: stand guard by the donut wall to make sure nobody. I did.
0: I literally <laughs> was like, those aren't edible. Don't eat those. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Can't imagine taking a bite into a spray paint no. donut. But yeah, also that's like the, the intricacies of being an entrepreneur, right? Is yeah. that you're just like trying to figure out what, yeah. what works. And the fact that you went to freaking Home Depot to make a donut wall <laughs> is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. That has been one thing that It's nice about working with my parents when things go awry or like, we don't know how to handle it. I know I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not letting really anyone down. They're like, you'll figure it out. Like, just try. So it's nice to not have that pressure of someone kind of beating down your
1: back. Yeah. What
0: are you going to do? I'm like, I don't
1: know <laughs> they're like figure it out. Yeah. And so that this kind of scene, cause I feel like Carl's donuts is such like Vegas kind of royalty yeah. for like donuts <laughs> that like, does it feel like you're having like, you know, like a crown passed down to you at some point? Has that, <laughs> Donut is that yeah. Has
0: that conversation already happened? Um, I've talked to my dad and probably if my siblings listen, they're going to be like, what the hell? But he was like, you're the one that I want to like take over this. Like, you are up on the trends. You have a lot of good connections. You have a bigger vision for the company than even I have. So it's nice to know that.
1: And that's, that's true. That's true. Like you're out at, I mean, that's probably how we met each other is like yeah. out at events and things like that. Yeah. So, um, the, the fact that you have the connections, who's like the most famous person who's ever been inside Carl's donuts.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't know who's Bryce Harper oh
1: okay he's a good one
0: yeah and then we saw a photo of gene simmons snagging a donut at one of the 7-elevens no way yeah Yeah. (laughs) like a paparazzi like caught him i think it was probably just someone on their phone but it was like all on the internet and i was like amazing they were like gene simmons loves a 7-eleven apple fritter and i'm like yeah he does
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i bet he like didn't have his makeup on or anything either normal. that'd be much better if he had like the full tongue just rolled out with the (laughs) apple.
0: (laughs) we need to contact him immediately (laughs) seriously
1: and do you guys do like so everything seems like it's on instagram which is like how the majority of companies are like promoting themselves Mm -hmm. these days but um you know do you guys do like the morning show circuits and
0: we used to and honestly i feel like the next day after we do them nothing would come Mm -hmm. from it i think social media has been the most helpful to us yeah even today on my way over here i was talking to drew who works at unlocked or owns unlocked and he just texted me and he was like hey i just uploaded this video on tiktok you guys have 16 million views already no way. granted 16 million people aren't coming to carl's donuts but i think just the word of mouth and like people sharing it like social media has been way more helpful.
1: Drew called you and said that he had 16 million views. Mm-hmm. Did he just post it or did he post it like last week?
0: Um, he probably posted it a week ago. I didn't pull it up, but he was like out of nowhere 16 million views. And like that's the thing I've noticed on TikTok, like one video which is pretty similar to another video we post gets 10,000 views and then the next one is in the millions. So it seems like there's no rhyme or reason to it there's not just and i'm
1: glad that we're talking about this because there are you know because we handle now social media so we kind of went through a resurgence from a branding perspective like we are neon public relations which is like traditional pr so we're like corresponding with media people right and so we were one of the first pr firms to totally handle like full-scale social media accounts Mm -hmm. and that was because of skinny fats i don't even know if like most people know that or if like Reed knows that but like essentially his social media person like walked out on the job and he we had an office next door to Skinny Fats and he walked in and he was like like help you know because we were already doing his PR he's like I need you guys to help and we were just using iPhones at the time now we we were like a full scale production house and so we are now neon PR studios amazing um but and I think we handle 30 social media accounts around town Um, so we, I just had to transition the name. It's like, you know, it's not traditional public relations where like, like I said, just cameras and lighting and all that stuff. And that was
0: a big conversation I had when we first even started working with drew. He was like, yeah, like you can keep your PR, but he was like, it's what you're going to get from these Instagram videos or TikToks is going to be a lot more impactful to your business versus you just going on the morning shows and hoping that people are going to come in that way. So I think it's a balance of both
1: it is because like your target demographic is not you know the because out of those 16 million people and you can go back and you can you can see how the algorithm like rewards it so let's say the video is performing well they'll like release it at a country at a time so it'll be like mexico india and then the comments will be in those languages which is how you tell so it's like obviously those people aren't coming into carl's donuts it it, it looks cool yeah so like as far as being involved in the local community that's still important right Right. because those that's your your target demographic um
0: and i've learned a lot that like the people that are watching the tiktoks and the instagrams they're younger kids they probably don't even have money or a car to come in so like while it's great to have the views it's like how do I see that actually come back to my business?
1: Totally. And that's why, I mean, everybody now has seen the Keith Lee yeah. video. Yeah, where oh my God.
0: Everyone's like, I hope he comes to Carl's. And I'm like, Uh (laughs) (laughs) but you know that like
1: it's those kinds of people who are just doing it for good. Yeah. Like he didn't charge like that that restaurant that Keith Lee went to, and just to give everybody context, there's a local Las Vegas um social media person, TikToker, that he does reviews. Um, and he doesn't charge clients to go in. He just Mm -hmm. goes in and like does these reviews because the truth of the matter is Instagram and TikTok pay influencers that right. are creating that content right. so like you know while there's something to be said for people that go in and they're shooting the food and there's like effort that they're putting in he's simply like he. I think he ordered it to go and he was chilling like eating it right. at his house right. and then it showed this you know the, of course now the news crews come in because it went viral right. and it went viral but there was a line around the corner and his phone wouldn't stop ringing so it like it did hit the right people yeah um
0: and he's very authentic I would say in his reviews like he's like I it's not bad but like I personally didn't like it yeah where you get influencers that come in and they're like oh it's the best it's so great blah 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 and it's like that's not well because not a client's
1: fair. a client's paying you right to to do that right you know so yeah. it's
0: like I even have girlfriends that will send me places and they're like we gotta go eat here and I'm like no like you saw a good TikTok or a good video about it, it, and it's not. It doesn't mean it's good.
1: No, the authenticity is getting really difficult to like yeah. manage, um, and, and that's for anything. It's not just food. It's for like clothing and like you see, you know, yeah. whatever different brands yeah. that you see people doing. Um, I was actually just thinking about putting on my own Instagram, um, not accepting collaboration requests.
0: Yeah, that's because smart.
1: like yeah. I just. So recently, and this is the reason why, like, first of all, I just don't have time right. because th- that's not how <laughs> I make money. Like I'm not right. I, 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 a real job.
0: <laughs> I have a real, a real company. That no I'm, shade. But man, like
1: yeah. 100% For <laughs> some people that do that, that's great. They can yeah. make that work. And, and maybe they can even find something good about something they found mediocre and right. they can highlight that. But I'm just not that kind of person. Yeah so i had this brand and it's a really well-known brand Mm -hmm. send me a bunch of stuff like i'm talking this is like thousands of dollars worth of product and i washed one of the things once and it like fell apart
0: no you know what i mean
1: and i'm just like i just i'm just not gonna do this Yeah, which is like interesting because then there's like um apps like you know like to know it where Mm -hmm. you're making at least like a commission back on clothes that you already wear and so that is what i kind of stick to on like an influencer realm i guess because there's just the lack of authenticity it's really hard for like people but i'm in this industry right like other people like it's harder for them to decipher or see through yeah um and i do get people now that are like inquisitive enough to ask um is that a sponsored post? right you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean and I'm like, good for you for yeah. like trying to work through that. but you're absolutely right. like even you know, um I know Las Vegas Phil is like really big on this too. Mm-hmm. if he goes somewhere and he doesn't like it, he doesn't he
0: won't post about he it.
1: won't post about yeah. it. And I'm like, we need more of that, right not people who are just like taking no. a paycheck to promote a business that like there's a reason why your business is probably not doing so hot and right. it's you know, it's almost like a double-edged sword because obviously that the where Keith went um, did have bomb food and right. just not enough people knew about it yeah. but then you have people that are like just don't know how to run a restaurant or their food's actually not quality and they invite an influencer in and then yeah, people are like why did they like this right. place that's
0: honestly the worst when you're like I'm gonna go somewhere I'm gonna check it out everyone's been talking about it and you're like this is so disappointing and no. now I'm probably not gonna go to anywhere else you recommend because if that's your taste, we're not the same. (laughs) Not the same.
1: And that was like when I first got started and I've always held that really close and I'm proud of it. So I like want to speak about that before I agree to represent a place, I go to the place and I either eat there, I shop there, I try the products out, like just even with like PR and social media, because I mean, fortunately now I'm able to cherry pick the kind of clients that we represent, Mm -hmm. but there's been several times when I've conversations and and i just go back to them and i'm like i i can recommend somebody else to you yeah. or i will share with them honest feedback if right. they're open to it like right. there's some people that are just like no, don't want to don't tell me exactly anything and i'm just like yeah. unfortunately like you know i was checking our bandwidth and we just don't have the support right now or i'll right. like say something like yeah. that because i'm like i'm not putting my name on that press release right for something that like is crappy just so they pay me money. That doesn't make any sense. So and it I, doesn't make
0: you feel good. No. It, it's just, no,
1: exactly. Like there needs to be more authenticity in people who have this responsibility to promote people's businesses to mass audiences. Yeah.
0: And you I know. feel like a way to think about it is like, even when I text you, I'm like, hey, do you have a recommendation on this or that? Like you give me your honest opinion or you like tell me like, oh, I don't know. And it's like when you have such a big following, you, I feel like, should think about them as they're your friends. Totally. And not try to just get them shitty things and mm-hmm. say, like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. Like, you care about your audience, you care about the people that follow you, so you don't want to steer them wrong.
1: Right. And then, I mean, the number one thing, because you were born and raised here. Yeah. Yeah so being born and raised in texas like a lot of people i mean just anywhere i've met lots of people that are in different countries and people who are coming to vegas Mm -hmm. and they're like where should i go yeah first of all i probably get that once a week which doesn't sound like a lot to other people but to have to stop and build someone's whole fucking itinerary it's just very annoying so I direct them I saved things under a highlight reel yeah. and whenever I've,
0: I before I even text you I'm like let me go look at our highlights and see if maybe it's on here Cause, it works yeah
1: because like as yeah. long as there's like one or two people a week that think to do that before yeah. they reach out it's yeah. just thank god but but the what I put in the highlight reel it's like there's probably two of our clients <laughs> That are in there and not yeah. that like our clients aren't amazing because like I said I already make sure that they are before right. but there's a mixture of stuff right like there's if I go to something and I like it even if we're not representing them I'm going to include that because right. if I go see something I want other people to know that it's also fantastic right. so there's like a mixture of shows and restaurants and activities and, yeah. and that kind of thing but
0: so many good restaurants
1: I know speaking <laughs> of which what are yeah. your top five because I feel like you're Ooh, a bit of a five. foodie I like am. I mean you own a donut shop yeah. and you are surrounded by people who are like in the food foodie like influencer I would industry say,
0: like a highlight of being like the donut girl is like getting to meet all these chefs at restaurants or just people in the food industry because i'm like oh that's a good spot i'm glad you posted that or like i get to meet them sparrow and wolf i, is, knew like, you I just it. i'm obsessed with it it's so good chef
1: brian howard is the man yeah. um and I, I actually feel like you put me on to sparrow and Wolf.
0: We went for my birthday, but I feel – was that, your, that wasn't your first time. It, no, no,
1: no. Yeah. It definitely wasn't, but I just feel like because you posted about it yeah. so much. I mean, I spoke to Chef Brian Howard separately about representing some of his restaurants, yeah. um, like Half Bird and, yeah. and that kind of thing, but um, – no, I know that you regularly go there and like. Me and my boyfriend
0: it. are no- known as the oyster people there. We'll go in and we'll sit at the bar and we'll get a bottle of wine and we'll have like a dozen oysters. And then we're like, do you want like another dozen? And the guy's already like in the back shucking them. And they're like, oh, the oyster people are here. And we'll eat like three dozen oysters. And I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a vibe
1: though. Yeah. like Because it just, it's like small enough. First of all, it's like in Chinatown, yeah. Sparrow and Wolf. So you don't feel like you have to venture very far you can go more casual if you right. want to there's people that do get dressed up but yeah. like if you're sitting at the bar it's just nice and cozy
0: so cozy. they have the
1: open kitchen so you can see what's going on back I there think that's
0: what i love about that restaurant is like how cozy it is or even Esther's. i'm like it just they feel like spots that you want to go and just like sit and like you feel warm while you're in there and like, you know, you're about to have an amazing meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I so that's your, one of your top five. Yeah. Cause I
1: feel like I could probably guess another one, but okay, just keep guess. going. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you, is it garage or garage yeast? Garage The wine bar. Yeah.
0: yeah. I love garage So they yeah. just
1: got a, um, James Beard I saw award. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know
0: they did that for bars, but I'm like, I didn't either. Incredible. And the fact that
1: it's the only Vegas spot. Yeah that got one um and again that's like down the street from from where we we are totally I mean I don't know what time they open but um (laughs) but yeah we've definitely when you were just saying that's a spot you can just like sit and hang out yeah we've definitely like sat and hung out there for hours
0: yeah and it's like not too loud it's the they're so friendly and like They are so knowledgeable about their wines, Mm -hmm. which is helpful because I'm like, yeah, I'm a wine. Like, I love wine. Like, I pretend like I know a lot, but sometimes (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what that means. Can you guys help me? And they're like, you'll like it. And then you get to learn about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, What else do I love? Uh, Chris Decker at Metro Pizza at Sky Canyon. Best pizza. I have never. Or the Senora Pizza Truck. Okay. It's like next level delicious.
1: I need to go. Like, Chris Decker and I are like Instagram homies. Yeah. He's moving is he yeah he's He's going to
0: um sandy Sandy. dana point
1: dana point that's right
0: him and john arena so that guy from metro they're opening up truly pizza out there
1: right because when i was in dana point for christmas he messaged me and was like you got to go check out and then you know i don't don't even think they were open but um but yeah i need to make it over there okay so what else
0: um, DW Bistro and obviously Forte Tapas. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're with DW often too. Uh, yeah.
0: It's super close to my boyfriend's house and we actually went last night. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. You they look this, great. have this like salmon bowl and it's incredible.
1: So you eat healthy.
0: For the most part. Yeah. I try to. Yeah. Just because even when I eat a bad meal, I'm like, I just don't feel good. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll eat a whole pizza. I love chicken fingers from like the Blue Ox, which is like a shitty like local bar like the one by the donut shop is a vikings bar so everyone on sunday is like in their vikings gear like screaming at the tvs but they have like the best chicken fingers got it yeah
1: okay blue locks (laughs)
0: putting that in the memory bank yeah
1: um and so we were talking about you eating healthy so when you go out you make it a point to like you said a salmon bowl because like To me, I eat healthy at my house so often that when I go out to a restaurant, I don't play that. I'm like, get whatever the hell I want.
0: (laughs) So my boyfriend's Italian, like from Rome, and his favorite thing to make is pizza. So we're having pizza like twice a week. He makes these uh, things called Mm supli. They're kind of like arancini, but they're like rice balls stuffed with cheese. So it's like, we're eating that. Sometimes we're eating fried pizza or he's making tiramisu. So it's like when we eat at home, It's not always. It's like the the adverse. So I'm
1: eating healthy when I'm making my own. And that's probably because, you know, I'm by myself. But if you've got like yeah, the boyfriend weight, then you almost have to like eat healthier when you go out places. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, how is Italy?
0: Amazing. We're going back.
1: Are you? Yeah.
0: We're going in May.
1: And so when when was that trip? September. Oh my god. Yeah, after my birthday. And you like met his whole family? Yeah. How was that? And like you said, not not a lot of people spoke so English. So his
0: mom speaks English, and his sister speaks a little bit of English, but none of his grandparents or like uncles speak English. So it was difficult. He was like, next time we come back, like you gotta know some things. And <laughs> I do feel like I know them, but it's more so I get embarrassed. I'm like, I don't want to say it wrong. I don't want to be rude. And he's like, no, just try.
1: They do, yeah, that's true. Like I think, it. especially like Spanish speaking countries, they really like when you try. Yeah, which is like a hard thing to realize and i and i think that maybe that's because americans are judgmental of other people from other countries if they don't know it like we're kind of it's kind of like looked down upon which is really fucking rude right
0: it's like okay well we speak one language and they're at least trying to speak two exactly are you doing better
1: there's scientific studies that people that speak more than one language are like smarter than everybody Mm -hmm. else and that makes sense you're like using so much more of your brain to like figure out vocabulary yeah. when I lived in Argentina for six months I started like having dreams in Spanish isn't oh gosh, that weird
0: that is <laughs> I was like I feel so like we're really speaking the language exactly <laughs> I
1: was probably like I was probably 65 or 70 percent fluent by the time Amazing. I left but like that's how I knew that I yeah. was because your brain is like working in a different language so isn't cool. that weird yeah um so you met his whole family yep And then you guys are going to go back.
0: Yeah. So we're going to do a little Euro trip. We're going to go to Monaco. We're going to Venice. We're going to London, Lake Como, and then Rome so we can go see his family. Oh my
1: God. Lake Como is going to be ridiculous. I'm
0: so excited. I've
1: only seen pictures. We're
0: staying at this hotel that I've probably been obsessed with for like five years. Like it's all saved on my Instagram like a freak. Hell yeah. He was like, oh, you really are into it. And I'm like, it's my dream come true. (laughs) And so how did you and Alessio meet? So funny back to DW. We met at DW on New Year's Day last year.
1: No way. Yeah, it
0: was their pajama brunch. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Happy year anniversary. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what do, do you remember what he was wearing? I feel like he-
0: So I do actually because I hadn't seen him wear it until recently. And I was like, is that what you were wearing when we met? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm honestly surprised I talked to you. <laughs> that, that is why I asked. Yeah. Because the
1: last like themed party that I saw you guys at, yeah. y'all oh, went he loves it theme. all out. Exactly.
0: Yes. And I'm like, I bet you he was yeah.
1: dressed ridiculously. Yeah. yeah. So what did what was it? He
0: just had like, pizza no, on it. No. Oh my gosh. I wish that I would have been like, yes. <laughs> it was, oh my God. It wasn't even like a pajama shirt. It was just like a hoodie, like an older hoodie. And it has this like chameleon on it and it said something like, oh my gosh, color coordination is key. And it was like all multicolored. And he was like, I wasn't even supposed to go to brunch. Like I just like woke up and like went cause they invited me, but he was like, it wasn't supposed to be like a thing. And we ended up staying out until 4 o'clock in the morning. in
1: our picture. From brunch? Yeah. That's such a Vegas yeah. story, too. Yeah. And the fact well, I that it was... Cute. I had,
0: like, my little Skims jammies on, and, like, I was ready to go.
1: <laughs> but you stayed in Skims jammies until 4 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning? Where did you... Like, oh at my gosh. DW? No. no.
0: So we were at DW... They closed the restaurant. Bryce and Dalton, the owners, were mm-hmm. like, we're going to go to Nobu oh, sh- at Virgin after this. Like You, you did guys not wanna go come? in your pajamas. So we left DW, went to Olive's, until mm-hmm. they were like all done at the restaurant in our pajamas. Then we went to Nobu. I had fuzzy slippers on and everything, and they just let us in. <laughs> and you know there's people in there looking at us like,
1: what is happening but like, I feel like too with all the bachelor and bachelorette parties you just kind of never know right. who's gonna walk in and it's right. like which is silly because at clubs they have like dress codes yeah but it sounds like you could probably get away with it if like the whole group is doing the same right. theme yeah you know so yeah, Some like of the
0: guys were in like pajama onesies like zip up so that's yeah. so fun yeah it yeah, was a good time
1: Well, I'm happy for you. And I think that that's crazy that y'all are going to go back to Italy, but it just makes sense. How long did he live here?
0: Um, So he, I think he moved to America in 2016. Oh, wow. So he moved to Boston and then he moved to Vegas in 2018 for like six months, went back to Boston and then moved here in 2020.
1: And I, and I, we can totally cut this out if you don't want to talk about it, but I like that. Cause when y'all were dating, I think uh-huh. it was probably around my birthday party. Yeah. That was like naturally at Sapphire pool yeah. and that was fucking wild. Um, that's when y'all were talking about like, like moving in together. Yeah. And yeah. it seemed like he was the one that was like supportive of you getting your own place. Yeah. And I think that's also because you've always wanted that. Right. And it was like, he was almost like had the clarity to say, don't let this cloud your judgment.
0: He's been like the most supportive of me doing things for me, Mm -hmm. not like for the outcome of our relationship or what could maybe happen. He's like, what do you want to do? Like, have you ever lived on your own? I'm like, no, it would be nice to have my own spot. And he's like, then you need to do that. And maybe after six months or a year when you're ready, like you can move in here. But he was like, I don't want you to miss out on a huge chapter of your life and like your life story just to come be with me, which is totally different than any relationship. relationship totally yeah
1: what a fucking guy dude yeah,
0: he's the sweetest and
1: he and he has his own spot yeah so that's almost like just right there the fact that he like has a like normal job yeah. and he has his own place yeah. it's like a vegas unicorn yeah you don't really meet a lot of like men that and then he's like whisking you away to italy and no, all that
0: it's crazy that's awesome <laughs> when he got his dog actually he was like i want to get a dog about getting a golden doodle he was like i like this boy one and this girl one will you come with me to see them and it was shortly after we met and i was like okay this might sound like a lot but if you see this like going anywhere serious you cannot get a girl dog because i have a girl dog and she can't be around other girl dogs Mm -hmm. and he was like okay no problem like i'll get the boy and that was it. it yeah
1: see I feel like men who are not intimidated by women don't feel like the woman is trying to control them yeah and so that is like a real that's like a man that's like in his masculinity and he's yeah. like yeah totally yeah. like I hear what you're saying this makes totally like logical sense yeah and people don't even think about it like that way when people are like oh is this too like masculine am I acting too yeah. whatever it's like no it's just two people that are just trying to figure out how to like co-mingle
0: exactly yeah Yeah.
1: so I'm glad that he like gets that yeah and it's almost like in order for you to do what you do and Mm. and be successful you have to have a really supportive partner
0: yeah there was actually just recently I don't know if I would say I was like depressed but I was just like not doing work stuff not really like keeping up my personal appearance just kind of like getting by and he was like are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine and he was like you don't seem like yourself like you're not motivated at work you're not really doing anything. Damn. And, like, we talked about it, and he, like, gave me this, this space I needed to, like, come to terms with it myself and then help guide me to, like, get back into work and realize, like, how good it feels to accomplish things and, like, how nice it feels to get dressed. And, like, it all came from such a loving place, not like a, you're lazy and not doing anything. He was like, you're not, like, yourself, and it's, like, making me sad. Damn. Yeah
1: what like i just i love yeah. this I, like i feel yeah. like i'm learning more about him now in this conversation yeah. than i and it's normally because when we do go out somewhere we are like party girls. party yeah we're <laughs> yeah. partying and yeah. he's kind of like there in, in yeah it, but just hearing that in the background that he's doing those like very mature yeah. actions like that is yeah. to me a recipe for success and yeah. like longevity yeah you know like
0: he was like have you ever even gone to therapy and i'm like no he's like you should you should try <laughs> like just like he was like i'm not saying anything's wrong with you but like totally. i think you have a lot going on in your life and you don't know how to digest it or like kind of what to do with it and he was like i'll support you and like hell have yeah to be embarrassed and like everything will be fine and i'm like thank you hell yeah does yeah. he go to therapy he does i fucking love this yeah like he actually um does his therapist still lives in rome mm-hmm. and wow. yeah because he was like i was having the hardest time when i moved here i couldn't find anyone that understood me Mm -hmm. just because of like the cultural differences and stuff yeah and just like the way they speak about things and handle things so he was like I found her and I've been with her ever since then
1: and it's probably very comforting too for him to speak to somebody in the same they speak in Italian yeah that's awesome yeah and so did you end up finding somebody
0: I did okay good yeah
1: Cause I feel like I give my therapist number out like candy. Oh,
0: I mean, I'll always take a new one to like every yeah.
1: everyone who, will, who yeah. will take it. She's gotten so many clients, which gets a little like, I don't feel like I really go in there and like talk about my friends at all. But right. like, I definitely am privy to like knowledge right. and like she can't share information. So yeah. if like, we're talking about the same person that she also sees, yeah. I try to just like keep it moving Yeah, because normally they're just part of a story that I'm right. telling. It's not like anything about them. Right. Um, but yeah, therapy is like, I feel like it used to be this very taboo subject. Mm-hmm. And if you went to therapy, it meant that there was something wrong with you, which is right. like what you were saying, like Alessia was saying to you, like, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, but I feel right. like it will help you to like talk to someone because he has that experience. Right. Um, and I think that that's exactly right. Like, it yeah. doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. I firmly believe that every adult should go. go to therapy. Yeah. I was just listening to a podcast this morning about like the over um, prescribing of prescription drugs, like mental. Why am I blanking on what they're called? Like antidepressants. Yes, yeah. antidepressants. And that there's not an end game. Right. Like when they prescribe them to you and like to people who are our age, when they did that at a young age, yeah. there's never like, okay, you're going to take these for six months until you get out of this slump and yeah. then we're going to wean you off of them. They just like write the prescription and send you off and yeah. then you become addicted to them. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and listening to this particular person's story, she was talking about. That she'd gone through grief and so her family was worried about her and, and prescribed her to um antidepressants right and when i lost my best friend like i am so glad that's not the path that i took and mm-hmm. that is 100 percent why i leaned into therapy because yeah. i was like there's something that's not right within me right now and i and i need to talk to somebody right um but now i just go because it's just nice to like
0: part of the routine, part of the routine. It's like,
1: yeah, it's, it's very much self-help to me. It's like taking off your makeup every single night. You know, it's like one of the things that you just have to do to make sure that you can navigate through life.
0: I think one of the things too, about when he was like calling me out, obviously I love working out. It's like, I do it every day, Mm -hmm. but I stopped working out. Like I just like did not want to go. And he was like, do you maybe think like the way that you were working out was like your form of therapy. And like, you've kind of like, burnt through that and like now you have to like digest actually what's going on in your mm-hmm. mind like you were using it as like a tool to like keep your mind off of things yeah because I was working out at least an hour a day every day if not more
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I was like ah oh. and now that I've started therapy I'm like okay I'm cool working out three or four times a week doing my hour and like I don't I don't overthink about it
1: the boyfriend with the introspection though that's yeah, great I, I mean that is especially for somebody who's like very routine oriented like i am i have to say that that was almost an ocd thing for me that i had to work out like when i first moved here it was that i had to run four miles a day it was right. almost like i had to check it off right or something but yeah. you're right it's kind of like if you stop and you're going through something and like i just recently did and i was like not well enough to work out every day you really have to sit through your shit and you don't have that release of that outlet right like i was like
0: not getting endorphins anymore or like i just was leaving my workouts not feeling happy and i'm like something more serious is going on damn yeah
1: that's great though that you have somebody that in your corner yeah literally that's like this isn't going great for you. And he yeah. was able to, cause I feel like that is what makes a partnership, right. you know? So all of those things kind of meld together, right. like helping you just get back to a place of happiness. And I think that's part of it. Like sometimes your happiness, most of the time, your happiness has nothing to do with the other person. Right. And that's a healthy relationship, yeah. you know? Yeah. So good. I'm yeah. glad, I'm so glad <laughs> to hear that. So it's been a year.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you guys do anything to celebrate your year?
0: No, just because like it, was a year since we met but he was still i would say like april is like our actual anniversary he was mm-hmm. with this like crazy narcissist girl so Love he was like trying to get out of that while he was like still like trying to pursue me but he wasn't really giving me a lot of attention from the start because he was like i can't i i'm gonna I'm fuck afraid. this up with you mm-hmm. so i'm just not gonna talk to you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and but then he got out of it so
1: i feel go. like with most of the the women who are that I have as guests on the show, we always kind of just talk about like dating in Vegas. And I still think it's a very important thing to highlight. I don't want to like beat a dead horse here, but like it is very difficult to meet people here in Las Vegas, just because of where we are and like what the city attracts. So the fact that you've got somebody who's like grounded and not interested in all the other crazy things the city has to offer is really cool. Yeah.
0: And like, I tell him all the time, I'm like, "I'm so thankful for you, like you're amazing. I don't know how anyone would ever have messed this up with you because he is so supportive, and like he wants me to go out with my friends. He wants me to have my own life and then we meet up and talk about it and then have our own dinners and enjoy ourselves. So love that. It's a good balance.
1: I love that. I love to hear girlfriends who are in healthy, happy relationships. Cause you don't Finally. really,
0: cause right. <laughs> cause people
1: don't talk about like you talk about things when they're bad. Yeah, You don't talk about things when they're good. And I yeah. do think that men deserve like a good, good men deserve all of the, you know, affirmations and recognition that yeah. we could possibly give them. So yeah. way to go, Alessio. Yeah. Uh, keep that keep that shit up. Yes. Um, and so let's talk about what's next for Carl's Donuts. Do oh. y'all have anything like fun coming down the pike?
0: Ugh. I mean, Valentine's Day is always like the Nuts. craziest day for us. And then we'll have our five-year anniversary for the retail store that's coming up. So I want to do something exciting for that. Um, National Donut Day is also very crazy, but we've been talking about Hopefully, hopefully opening a couple more locations. Oh damn! Yeah, it's just going to be even
1: more busy than you already are. Yeah. Okay. Questions from the audience about donuts. Okay. Is cream filling a crime?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's inappropriate. (laughs) I don't think it is. Um, I know. I know. Carlos, though, we do say team cream. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, what you like? That's like your. I'm trying to get it on like a little t-shirt. Team cream
1: okay um cronut yay or nay
0: yay yay so
1: carl's donuts has cronuts
0: so we actually aren't making them because most people that have them buy like a frozen product and then just do that Mm. but our croissants are amazing so my brother has actually been working on like our croissant dough in a full cronut
1: so that's that could be coming next for carl's donut it's like a freshly made cronut So a cronut is, a, I don't, I don't think I've ever had one. It's a so croissant, it's like croissant and, it's a, and
0: then they cut it into like a donut shape and then fry it.
1: Holy smokes. Yeah. All right, everyone, you heard it here first. <laughs> Watch out for cronuts, a Carl's donut. Car-
0: Carl's cronuts. Uh,
1: <laughs> which brings me to the next question, which is favorite donut puns.
0: Oh. I feel like when whenever, whenever anyone makes like an inappropriate donut joke, like they make me laugh.
1: Or they're like, do do not
0: yeah, <laughs> donut be sad. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, I'm like, oh god, no, but-
1: Glazed or sprinkles. Glazed. Really? Yeah. I All hate day. Sprinkles. What's the process for? like making a glazed donut i've never like watched it before but it's like do you dip it in like walk somebody through that does not know no like Like how do you finish yeah give us a start to finish donut process take all
0: their mix put it in with like all the wet ingredients so dry ingredients wet ingredients then it goes into like our big dough mixer which holds like 500 pounds of dough at a time it's huge and then they take them out put them on like the rolling tables they roll everything out um cut out the donut shapes and then it goes into our proof box so that's where like the donut rises and like the yeast activates drops out of there into the fryer goes on one side flips over does the other and then we actually have like a glaze like conveyor belt thing that it goes under
1: yeah. so it glazes in the conveyor belt yeah why do donuts have holes <laughs> <laughs> i don't <know. laughs> I don't know. If it's like a philosophical donut question, but like I really would like to know who Probably did if we're that. Probably for like
0: just cooking, so maybe the middle isn't like raw.
1: Uh huh. I would think. And then they basically just made donut holes as like donut a holes are my favorite. really because yeah. it's the it's the center of them.
0: Well, so the ones we make are actually just straight up like donuts, just small ones. They're like cake donut holes. I think we just so what we do with like all the scraps from the glazed donuts or anything they like chop those up and then put them with the cinnamon and the apples to make apple fritters oh shit mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and i know that we've talked to like restaurant tours about this before but mm-hmm. like what do you guys do with like i mean it sounds like you guys just sell out like do you ever have to worry about expired like donuts so you give them to so any
0: leftover product from the retail specifically we work um that we have a church that comes every day during the week and they get all of our leftover product and they take it to like homeless shelters or to their church so all of this stuff from the retail store gets um used that way and then i believe at the wholesale they're working with like a pig farm or something like that mm-hmm. and they come and like pick up all the bulk products so
1: the pigs eat the donuts mm-hmm. shut the
0: fuck up <laughs> i know i'm like this is a weird life cycle i don't know <laughs>
1: I mean that's got to be the best damn bacon yeah. ever like I want that yeah. bacon I want yeah. the bacon that like I gotta get they their contact eat. info yeah that the ones I want the pigs that eat the Carl's Donuts <laughs> donuts that is fucking wild yeah this was hilarious yes, so good. <laughs> and also like enlightening and it's like so great for me to hear like how well you're doing and like oh, you're fucking right. killing it and Thanks. even like as the donut queen it's cool to like let other people know that this is like you know, a family run business yeah. for generations yes. and it's a Vegas staple and you guys are like taking care of the community and obviously pigs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is such a fun session. So where tell everybody where people can find you personally. And then also Carl's donuts.
0: Um, Carl's donuts is 3170 East sunset road. So that is in between Pecos and Eastern Carl's donuts is Carl's donuts, LV on Instagram and TikTok. And my Instagram is underdash Amber Ramsey.
1: And she's a whole vibe. And <clears throat> before we go, remember when you like took all of your photos down? Yeah, I'm,
0: I think I'm about to do it again.
1: Re- but did you put them all back up?
0: They're archived. Yeah. So I can put them back up if I want to. But
1: what was the reason behind that? I just wanted to know. Honestly,
0: I was looking at them and I was like, you've turned into a Stepford wife. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is not representative of like who you are.
1: I thought about doing that but like to me it's almost like a scrapbook
0: yeah no your photos are amazing and I feel like they fit who you are but But, like during that stage of my life I'm like I'm not that person anymore
1: but that's how I feel cool because obviously people just go you just change yeah that's just it's weird if you don't you know what I mean so whenever Instagram started it was before I moved here so what 12 I've had pictures on there from 12 years ago yeah uh, and I've thought about just like, I'm like, why do I need 900 pictures right. on right. here? Like no one, and, and I don't. there are some like creepy people. Like I just <laughs> yeah. read you one of the DMS yeah. that like, I put up a question box <laughs> to ask please you questions. Yeah. And he's like, please <laughs> go look at your DMS. And he's verified too. Like oh, he has wow. a blue check mark. Oh, no. I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's almost like you don't want people going back and like knowing your yeah personal business or, or just, it'd be like, really
0: ex-boyfriends and stuff. I'm like, I don't, I don't need people to know it's that not we necessary were
1: i know that's together. that's that's part of my like <laughs> detriment is that like yeah. i go to really cool fucking places with my ex-boyfriends yeah. so like the giraffe picture for instance like i'm never going to take that down no. but like it just you yeah. know and, but not that, that relationship was fine that ended like amicably right. and right. he's such a sweetheart right. um so but but yeah no the <laughs> assholes fucking come down yeah. but i've just thought about archiving like we talked about like because i remember when you did that and mm-hmm. i was like where are your where are your pictures <laughs> yeah,
0: like did you get hacked what happened yeah, yeah
1: but that was just like a conscious decision that you made because yeah. you're like that's not representative of yeah. who i am that's cool yeah interesting okay listen so everybody go follow amber ramsey i think it's there's an underscore yeah but Under
0: amber ramsey r-a-m-s-a-y-a-y
1: and everything that's there is representative of the bad bitch that she is now so. <laughs>
0: yeah. okay awesome thank you so much for coming on thank you